0: From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Monday, June 24th, 2020. From the Ohio News Network, I'm Daniel Barnett. Ohio's top Republican and the Commander-in-Chief took very different public stances yesterday on the topic of COVID-19 testing. Yolanda Harris has the story.
1: We really want to encourage uh, people to go out and, and, and get tested. Therefore, we test. We're going to have more cases. By having more cases, it sounds bad. President Trump said he was not joking when he claimed he told officials to slow down testing for COVID-19. Governor Mike DeWine shared a vastly different message. He himself got tested on television to encourage Ohioans to do the same. I'm Yolanda Harris.
0: Governor DeWine yesterday pledged to provide more granular data about the COVID-19 case numbers later this week after several reporters posed questions he could not answer. Kevin Landers reports. I asked him about the numbers he's providing. Are the numbers of cases coming from congregate settings like nursing homes or jails? And if so, what's the percentage? Are people who are testing positive over and over again added to the daily cumulative totals? We hope to get those answers Thursday when the governor says he plans to release more data. Now, Ohio's positivity rate is about 4%, which is on the decline, but the governor says that's really no need to celebrate because people are continuing to die from COVID-19. From the Statehouse, Kevin Landers. Dr. Anthony Fauci, one of the nation's leading experts on the coronavirus, took part in a hearing before Congress yesterday and an Ohio congressman asked Dr. Fauci a question about antibodies and immunity to the virus. Representative Bob Latta serves Ohio's 5th District in Northwest Ohio.
1: Would you further explain how an infected individual develops antibodies and how long those antibodies remain effective in fighting off the virus?
0: But Let's assume you have a good test. Whenever the body gets confronted with a virus and recovers. Even when they don't recover, the body is stimulated to make antibodies. We don't yet know the relationship between the type of antibody and the degree of protection. Some people receiving unemployment benefits in Ohio will have to pay back the state because they received too much money. Tracy Townsend explains.
1: Director Kimberly Hall of the Ohio Department of Job and Family Services talked about what to do if you are in that situation. First and foremost, you have a right to appeal. So when you do file an appeal, it kind of slows down the timing for the need to begin making those repayments of the overpayments. Along with applying for an appeal, you can also ask to be put on a payment plan to make it a little easier to pay that money back. There's also an option to deduct the money from future unemployment payments. I'm Tracy Townsend.
0: Dozens of Ohio daycare center owners and operators are taking the state to court over the COVID-19 restrictions. Their main argument is the limit on how many kids each center can enroll. Under the current order, the ratio of preschoolers to staff members is 9 to 1 instead of 14 to 1. It's also 9 to 1 for school-aged children, and normally it's 20. Right now, only nine kids can be in one room at one time. A judge is expected to make a ruling in this case this week. Vice President Mike Pence will be in Northeast Ohio tomorrow, but Governor DeWine, a fellow Republican, will not join him. ONN's Dave James reports. Pence will attend the reopening
1: of Lordstown's old General Motors plant, which is now the home of the Lordstown Motors Endurance all electric pickup truck. DeWine explained yesterday why he won't be there. Throughout this pandemic, Fran, I've avoided crowds to be close with with, with a lot of people. So we're, we're not gonna do that.
0: Instead, DeWine along with Lieutenant Governor John Husted are taking a private tour of the plant this afternoon. DeWine said his action is not a rebuke of the vice president. Dave James, in News. A central Ohio man with a long-time gambling problem who is now in treatment says he's concerned about others who are addicted in this time of the pandemic. Beat Scalia reports. The man who didn't want to be identified
1: says when casinos were shut down during the pandemic, it was almost a relief to some addicts because going to the casino wasn't an option. He's afraid that now that they're back open, some addicts might go back to the casino with sort of an attitude of, I've been good.
0: Or they might feel the pressure because they haven't had much income. So it makes them think, you know, maybe to go gambling would help them temporarily to get some money together. I'm Pete Scalia. And one of the macro-level effects of the coronavirus could end up being up to half a million fewer births in the U.S. than otherwise expected. More from Tracy Townsend.
1: That's what experts at the Brookings Institution in Washington D.C. and the nonprofit March of Dimes are predicting. Researchers at Brookings looked at data from economic studies on U.S. fertility during the recession of 2007 through 2009 and the 1918 influenza pandemic. They analyzed the data, factored in things like job losses during the current pandemic and published their study last week. Specifically, they are predicting that the country could see a drop in births of roughly 300,000 to 500,000. I'm Tracy Townsend. Special thanks
0: to our affiliate station, WBNS TV, in Columbus for their contributions to today's newscast. I'm Daniel Barnett from the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.